5: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is an hour of power where we're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's why we all meet at this time. This is an appointed time. You know, I'm a man of God first and foremost, and uh, when you read the Bible, Uh, If you go back to the original language, the Greeks had two words for the word that we translate as time. It's kairos and Kronos. Kronos is important because we kick in at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and we go till noon. So you got to know the Kronos. But there's the second meaning of that word is a word called kairos, and kairos means the time we're in. Kairos is a dispensation. Kairos is, uh, what is it, Uh, Ecclesiastes 3, right? There's a time for everything, a time to laugh, a time to cry, a plan to live, a time to die, a plan to rejoice, and a time to be sad. Whatever it is, right? I'm making up those words. But that's Kairos. And really, I want to hit time well when we start this show. Not just so that you're on board for the whole one hour. This is why it's called an hour of power. It's not called 37 minutes of power. It's not called 44 minutes of power. It's not called between point A and point B. It's called an hour of power. And I'll have you off this show. I'll be done. I'll be saying goodbye by 11.58.50. So your time is worth it. And today, special, because this is, today I'm going to talk about something that's dear to, dear to my heart, something I built an entire movement on, something I built an entire organization over 30 years, uh, something I believe in so much that uh, I've been blessed to be able to impact directly close to 15,000 people by walking in the highs and lows of their life, their undulating line. And today I want to talk about that phrase called "under construction." It's about constant and never-ending improvement. Being a little bit better today than yesterday, a better tomorrow than today. You know, the industrial corporate world is familiar with Dr. Edwards Deming. He is the creator of the field of canine, constant and never-ending improvement. And today, I want to familiarize with him, you with him as well. And by the way, this is not about building stuff. This is not about just being more effective. This is about your life. And really when you come down to Dr. Deming, Dr. Deming, he really hit this point. Quality always costs less. Now when I say quality always costs less, you kind of right go to the business, right? Nah. No. Nah. Whatever your focus, personal, professional, relational, have you considered the cost of good enough? G O O D N U F F. Good enough to get by. Good enough for government work, good enough so you don't get fired, good enough so he or she doesn't walk out the door, leave a note on the wall, have the kids in hand, right? And too many of us settle in for good enough. Let's be honest. Some of us, because of gifts and talents, because God's glory, not our own, uh, we can give 60, 70% because we've been gifted. And compared to other people, it's pretty impressive. But there's a problem with that whole thing. What are you doing comparing yourself to everybody else? You're not everybody else. You have different fingerprints, you have different DNA. There are like something like 40 now discernible characteristics unique to each individual, including your voice, including the back of, the, of the, your retina. You know how they do the retina scan? You know why? Because your venal pattern of the veins and arteries in the back of your retina is unique to you. Your feetprints are unique to you. Your gait is unique to you. Your voice is unique to you. Your trauma, your drama is unique to you. And so being like everybody else is silly because there is no other you. And the reason I bring about, want to talk about this today, is I had a a friend of mine who's there in the Twin Cities. You know, we're going to be up in the Twin Cities doing a class June 30th at the end of the month to July 2nd. We still got openings. If you want to change your world, ladies and gentlemen, go to LikeItMatters.net. But he asked me, he said, you know, I, I, he bought a few spots, and he wants to get uh, as many people as possible in that class. And he said, listen, how do I – what's the Reader's Digest version? You know, how do I How do I explain this class to somebody without your knowledge? And I said, well, one of the best ways I've ever learned to explain it is by the story about George Bernard Shaw. He was a, he was a famous writer, and he was with a group of reporters. Uh, he was nearing the end of his life. And he was waxing philosophical, you know, talking about the wisdom of his days. And and one of the reporters asked him a question. They said, hey, George, if you could live your life all over again, knowing what you know today, but this time you get to live all over again, and this time you could pick who you wanted to be. You could be anybody you wanted to be and live your life all over again. Who would that be, George? Who would that be? Well, the famous author pondered this existential question. And after much pondering, he retorts, you know who I would be if I could live my life all over again? I would be the George Bernard Shaw that it could have been. And that incredible? What George Bernard Shaw was talking about was that if he got a do-over, he would live to his full potential. Without the fear, without the limiting beliefs, without carrying his chains of pain from his past into other people's future like we all do, to living to his full potential, living out his full impact. If he could do it all over again, he would choose to be the George Bernard Shaw he could have been. And that's the outcome of what I do in my two-and-a-half-day intensives, whether it be leadership awakening, leadership adventure, EQ, communicating with power. But Leadership Awakening is that breakthrough class. And see, Leadership Awakening is actually based on Dr. Deming's principles. It's based on the principles of constant and never ending improvement. That's why you could never uh, do good enough in my class. I have a high bar. You'll never reach my expectation of you in the class. If you ever reach my expectation, then I sold you short. Then my bar was too low, just like the world's doing around the world, just like America's doing to black people, selling them short. Something like uh, everybody else has one set of rules, but black people, they're not as good as everybody else. So they can't get an ID. Uh, they like crime. They don't want a family unit. You know, they want abortion on demand. I mean, that's not the black people I know. What a racist statement and lowering the bar so low. Good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. See, in the corporate world, there's something called lean manufacturing, six sigma, lean sigma. It's about continual improvement. See, it doesn't matter what a person does for a living, whether you have a job or not. This is about maximizing the potentials you were created for. See, when you improve the person, you improve the performance. And when you improve the performance, you improve the relationships, both business and personal. You know, in the study of epigenetics, we learned that we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environments are the head and the heart. See, we're so busy, have so many distractions that sometimes we need to slow down. There's one of my favorite sayings I heard years ago, and it's so true. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Think about this, all you busy people out there. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. When was the last time you got off the world's race and got on the narrow path? That's what my class is. This situational leadership experience allows you to pull off the busy road of life and to focus on yourself for two and a half days, to take a personal inventory of your life and ask the important existential questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If today was my last day on this planet, did it make one difference that I was given the gift of life? What difference did it make that the God of the universe breathed life into this carbon-based life form? and said, now go. Here's your mission. Set the captives free. Ladies and gentlemen, today I'm going to set you free because I'm going to teach you that you have more power than you realize to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. I am Black, and we'll be right back.
6: If you're ready
1: to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska,
0: at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
6: Make the Healthy by Nature show your ticket to feeling great. I'm certified clinical nutritionist and best-selling author Marty Whitaker. For more than 20 years, I've interviewed renowned health experts who tell us how to have more energy, a better memory, prevent disease, and be happier. We have fun and welcome your calls. Visit our health library on HealthyByNatureShow.com.
0: Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570
3: iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com.
6: Wife, I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and
4: attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net
5: welcome back to like it matters radio living life like it matters and by the way for those of you that are children of god or might want to consider a walk a changing course going from that wide path that so many people are on and so many people are having fun and so many people are lost if you're ready to get off of that path and jump on this little narrow path there's lots of room here not many people are on it. It's sometimes lonely, but man, is it delicious. It's intoxicating, and it's leading to a place that's better than a land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, that's delicious. That's intoxicating. The best word to describe that sensation might be crusade. If you're interested in that, go to dot. Uh, Wayofwarrior wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. Every day I send out some scripture uh, and then a solid breakdown of what that meant back then, what that means today, and how do you apply it to your life. Because otherwise uh, it has no value at all. They're just a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. And so today we are talking about constant and never-ending improvement. And it's not normally programmed into people. We have a tendency to accept good enough. And by the way, the world's programmed for this. There are so many metaphors, so many analogies that are kind of like this. The nail that sticks out the furthest gets hit the hardest. In China, you blend in. In Russia, blend in. See, that was never like that in America. But now today in America, too, just blend in. In why, because that's what good Marxists like, that's what the devil likes, that's what good communists like. Just blend in, don't stick out too hard, you're going to get hit hard with a hammer. See, that's not what America was created, that's not where it called from. And if you're a child of God, God tells you to stand up, speak up, stand out, take a chance, step out. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is uh, to prompt you to stick a, a little bit of a loving blade in your back so you can't go backwards. You must step forward. Why? Because we fight it. Our flesh is weak. Our spirit might be willing, but we fight it. It's going to take extra effort. It's going to take a warrior mindset. It's going to take a leader's commitment. It's going to take a conduit's realization. See, we can all be concerned. We should be concerned with doing our best. The book says that Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. And you know, Deuteronomy 6.4 says, I love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. And it's part of the Shema, the great remembrance of the children of Israel. So they would remember what their God has done for them. So they would not fear to remember and do not fear the two greatest commandments in the good book. We should always be concerned with doing our best, never settling for good enough. It's an abomination to God. Giving all of who we are, heart, body, and soul. See, that's the definition of 100%. And this is an opinion. This is fact. Follow the science. A promise of promise and a fact of fact. If I take away your heart and I take away your body and I take away your soul, your essence, what's left? That's my point. Nothing, honey. Crunch. Heart, body, and soul, it is the definition of 100%. It's the ultimate exercise of the potential of the human spirit to spend yourself in a worthy cause, and that worthy cause is your purpose. Why did God create you, and then why did God choose you if you've been chosen? Why have you been called out? What's your purpose? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again and again? And when you get knocked on your butt, and you will, you don't stay down and feel sorry for yourself. You don't go get your DNA checked to see what percentage of a victim you are and uh, sign up for some government program. You pick yourself up. You dust yourself off. And you hit it again. And if you're playing big in life, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to knock you square in your butt again. And again, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you hit it again and again and again and again. That's called courage. That's called courage. And by definition, you must be in the presence of fear. And you know where fear resides? Right outside our comfort zone. The comfort zone is the is a graveyard. The comfort zone is where you forget your first love, as Jesus said to the church at Ephesus, and I think it's Revelation 2, maybe 3. He says, I have one thing against you. You've forgotten your first love. You know, men, about that first love. You know, women, about that first love. Your heart palpitates. You can't have your thirst quenched because water won't do it it's not gustatory but it feels like it you can't think about anything else you crave you long you hunger for that person oh yeah that's what God wants from us that's what God wants from us and when you live your life like it matters then you don't settle for good enough because God deserves more. Your wife or your husband deserves more. Your kids deserve more. I believe Nick Anderson deserves more. I'm on fire. (laughs) And I want you to think about this. You look at every single human being and 99.9% of our DNA is absolutely identical. 99.9%, we all come from the same God goo. That's what I said. We all come from the same God goo. Skin color is a DNA marker. Eye shape, a DNA marker. Hair type, a DNA marker. 99.9%. Now, there are something like 3 billion genetic pairs that make us up. So you figure one-tenth of 1%, that's still what, 3 million? So still a lot. In all the difference of those 3 million genetic pairs, And so my point of saying that is, listen, 0.1% is a lot, right? Numerically, it's 0.001. So I want you to think about this. See, I want you to understand what that 0.001, that little bit of difference makes. And so years ago, I don't know if I found this, I did the research, I don't know, I've been doing this for 30 years, I I don't know. But here's the data. Now this data is a little bit different today. But it suffices to make a point. As I like to say, it'll get you in the zip code. So if you had to live with 99.9% instead of 100%, here's what you'd have. One hour of unsafe drinking water every month. Two unsafe plane landings per day at Chicago O'Hare Airport. 16,000 pieces of lost mail every hour. 22,000 checks deducted from the wrong bank account every week. 500 incorrect surgical operations each day. 12 babies given to the wrong parents each day. 20,000 incorrect drug prescriptions each year. 800,000 credit cards a year with incorrect information on their magnetic strips. That's what point zero zero one. That's the difference maker. You know the difference between ordinary, good enough, and extraordinary? Did you hear it? It's that extra. It's the extra effort. See, giving 100% in our lives starts with our attitudes and our belief systems. Think about this. What would happen every day if we committed to giving more today than we did yesterday and more tomorrow than we did today? Consider this each and every day when we challenge ourselves to be better today than we were yesterday to take at least one more step on our journey toward our mission. we not only better our lives, but the lives of those around us. As much as you give, if you were to give even more, what would the ripple effects be? How many fewer kids would join gangs or begin using drugs or struggle with pornography? Our gift is who we are. Our product is our future. Our country, our communities, our families are worth the extra effort. Years ago, I heard a story, a beautiful story, about a Chinese general. He had a noble cause. He wanted to change the world. As he sat down to figure out how he's going to change the world, he realized he had to start with his own country since he had authority there. As he sat down to figure out how he's going to change his country, he realized he had to start with his own community because he and his family resided in that community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his community, he realized he had to start with his family. They were the pillars of said community. As he sat down to figure out how he's going to change his family, he came to the dawning realization that the only person he could change was himself. He met the man in the mirror. All of us. That's the only thing we can do. we guaranteed is we have absolute control to change ourselves. And see, when we change ourselves, that affect changes in our family and then those changes in our family affect change in our community and those changes in our community affect change in our country and that ladies and gentlemen just might change the world remember for the longest time before about the last 20 years the rest of the world for hundreds of years has wanted to be like america and since right before Barack Obama, all of a sudden, we just wanted to start being like the rest of the world. Well, let's bring it back to you now individually. Are you running around living your life, wanting to be like everybody else? Or are you living your life in a way that other people want to be like you? You see, when you live your life like it matters, under construction, that's the path. That's the road. I'm Black, and we'll be right back.
3: We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly. There were no hidden costs in their quotes and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely, we're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR.
2: helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Dot Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision and your life.
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters inspiration, education and application. I am Black Uh, and yes, I love hearing from our listeners. I do. I do. I do. I do. So, uh, uh, yeah, I was asked about, uh, our foundation. You know, we do a lot of, uh, um, I don't want to call it charity, but ministry work. Uh, and we support a lot of, uh, Efforts around the world, not just here in America. Uh, and we do have a couple of orphanages in Uganda that we support. We're building a home uh, for a woman who takes care of about 22 kids, uh, and uh, she, they lost their home. So we just uh, funded putting the walls up. We're about 2,100 short, put the ceiling, the roof on it, but then we'll be done. And then one of our other orphanages, uh, Kawuki, uh we uh, are going to be buying their land because uh, we pay monthly rent. And uh, about $8,000 will buy that land so we can start planting and stuff. So, yeah, if you guys are interested in supporting a good cause, we make a huge difference. The radio show, all this is, you know, we pay for all this. Uh, so if you want to be a part of the cause, uh, please go to likeitmatters.net uh, slash a non-profit. We are a f- registered 501c3. So, not only do you help us out, but you get the uncle back, uh, Uncle Sam off your back. So, uh, just so you know, likeitmatters.net slash non. That, uh, profit, nonprofit. So we're talking about constant and never-ending improvement. And this is very important because I want to bring it in the corporate world because everything I do, remember, my training, Leadership Awakening, is corporate training. I've trained, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven hundred uh, craft executives. Coca-Cola, Singular was one of my biggest clients before they merged with AT&T. Uh, man, Coca-Cola, they, I don't know, they, we could be close to a thousand people. They send Coca-Cola, Singular, he used to send me $50,000 checks at a time, and that was when my class cost $1,000, and that was a long time ago. That was way before Joe Biden's inflation. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's business. As a matter of fact, my training is based on the Japanese training of Kinrisha Yosei and where that comes from is Dr. Deming. Now, some of you, if you're not in business, don't know this gentleman by the name of Dr. W. Edwards Deming. Let me explain to you who he was. He was an eminent scholar and teacher in American academia for more than half a century. He published hundreds of original papers, articles and books covering a wide range of interrelated subjects from statistical variance to systems and systems thinking to human psychology. Did you hear that? Because patterns are patterns. And see, I come the other way. I came from human psychology, and then I push it the other way. He came from that and pushed it this way. You see, it's all the same thing. To me, it's all connected. I take the psychological, the biological, the physiological, the sociological, the political, the theological, and there is no difference. It's not compartmentalized. It's all one flow to me, and this is what I do on this radio show, and this is what we do in our training. See, Dr. Deming was a consultant to business leaders, major corporations, governments around the world. His efforts led the transformation of management that has profoundly impacted manufacturing and service organizations around the world. This is a big dude. I mean, he's made a massive impact. Considered by many to be the master of continual improvement of quality as well as their overall operation, Deming is best known for his pioneering work in Japan. Beginning in the summer of 1950, he taught top managers and engineers the methods for improving how they worked and learned together. His focus was both internally between departments and externally with their suppliers and customers. As a trusted consultant, Deming significantly contributed to the dramatic turnaround of post-war Japanese industry and the rise to world economic power. Dr. Deming's role as the architect of Japan's post-World War II industrial transformation, listen, is regarded by many business schools and economics as one of the most significant achievements of the 20th century. He's often called the father of the third wave of the Industrial Revolution. And the sad part was it was in June of 1980, he had to be really technically reintroduced to America because the Japanese were using him. But we didn't wake up until the Japanese came into our territory. And he, he did a, um, a documentary called If Japan Can, Why Can't We? Reintroducing Dr. Deming to America. And he quickly became the voice of quality and sparked the innovative revolution. And see, this is, he railed against good enough. And this is where I want to get you an example. This is where I tie it all together. So here's a concept business. I keep talking about personal development, personal leadership. So one of the things that I do, I work with people to have a mission. Because your mission is your reason why. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go to bed at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again? See, if you're going to be under construction, if you're going to be into uh, constant and ever any improvement, then you've got to use some of the tools. You've got to use these things I'm teaching you. You have a huge toolbox. You've got to understand the power of how God made you, what your potential is. How do you create experience? Dr. Viktor Frankl, remember he said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And so let me take you back to the late 70s. It's very similar today. We had a failed president. We had Jimmy Carter back then. Now we have Joe Biden. There, I mean, Joe Biden's on course to be a worse president. And most people tell you, even Democrats, that the worst president in the last 100 years was uh, Jimmy Carter. Now, they the want to jump in and say Donald Trump because the media's caused everybody to hate him. He was actually technically, based on data, one of the best presidents we've ever had. But that's for a different show. So I want you to think about this. And so here we are. We're in the late 70s. There's an oil crisis. You know why? Because the Iranians stormed the U.S. Embassy. The Shah was going under. And now this new theocracy was coming out. And so they stormed the U.S. Embassy in Iran and captured all of our uh, embassy personnel. And they held them hostage for 444 days. 365 days a year. They paraded them around. They were humiliated. They spit in our eye. We were the mockery of the world because weakness brings about power from our enemy. The Middle East is all about power, all about control, shame and humility. Whether you like it or not, it's old school. You might not like it. The world's not about what you like. There's no book of opinion in the Bible. Check it out, I promise you. Look at the prefix or look at the index. There is not a single book in that Bible called opinion, so stop it. So, why do I tell you this? Lee Iacocca at this time took over Chrysler. You know why? Because we are in a recession. You know what ran our, our 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 economy, the auto industry, the big three they used to call them, and they were the foundation of our economy. I mean people around the world bought our cars, but now we're getting lazy. We're just making big old clunkers that get seven, ten miles to the ga- gallon, but now there's an oil embargo. There's gas lines of a mile down the road. People lined up gas station running out of gas. People are stealing gas out of people's car. They had to get locked gas caps because people were stealing their gas overnight from their car outside. That's how bad it was. We were a mockery. We were in inflation, 20% interest rates, uh, inflation going through. The, it was terrible. And then Ronald Reagan, the cowboy, came in. Oh, yeah, he came in. Did he come in big time? And what he said is, listen, we're going to change this. We're going to get back to American principles. And the media made, made him out to be a monster. He was an old dude. He was 70. Old dude, man. He's too old to be president, right? How old is Joe Biden? Yeah. But they had a point. Look at Joe Biden, right? And so the media said, oh, no, he'll cause World War III. He'll drop nukes. No, don't let Ronald Reagan. He'll destroy our country. He will get us into World War III. Well, guess what? They elected Ronald Reagan. And the day that Ronald Reagan was elected, our hostages were freed. Now, Jimmy Carter did attempt to save them at the very end because they knew his election was online. If there's hostages still uh, as hostages, then he will not win re-election. And so he sent in helicopters at the very end. They crashed in the Gobi Desert. It was a poor laid out planet. It's kind of like the departure from Afghanistan. Uh, that uh, we still have people being killed over there. But no one's talking about it. No one's even talking about the Ukraine war anymore because your media wants you to think how bad Donald Trump is. Your media wants you to focus in on the January 6th, the insurrection, the overthrow of the U.S. government. That's what they want you to focus in on, not this other stuff. So that's the time frame, 1979. So Lee Iacocca takes over Chrysler. He gets a bailout. He pays back every penny in the bailout. And the first thing they do is they write this mission statement and here's what the mission statement says to make a car of a quality and price to be competitive with the japanese to bring the company out of the red and into a profit making mode to bring pride back to the american worker i'll say it again to make a car of a quality and price to be competitive with the japanese to bring the out of red and into a profit making mode to bring pride back to the american worker now in my class when i cover this because i believe uh, a mission statement should be emotionally connected to you because the more emotionally connected, the more you'll live it. Because the desire creates a lot of movement. And so I asked people this one question Is this an emotional mission statement? And they go, No! Oh, terrible. no, not at all. And then I explain what I just explained to you. I put it in context. Where we were losing Chrysler, where all of a sudden Toyota and Honda came in at that same time. Well, that's what I didn't tell you part of the story. At that time, Toyota and Honda, two Japanese automakers, had just entered the US market for the first time. Now we're in a recession, but here's the thing. Those Japanese cars were fuel efficient. They'd get three times the gas mileage. You know what else they did in those Japanese cars? Started putting in cup holders to make it convenient for people. You know what else they did? That's the first time I ever saw power ports. They put power ports in there. They're thinking in the future. So here's a car you can get cheaper, it's a lot smaller, it's fuel efficient, and it's more convenient. You know what that caused American do America had to now go back and now take what an American concept was so it went to Japan and now start applying the same concept. See that's what this about it changed. Think about this World War II ended in the late 40s. Dr. Deming went in the f- 1950 and by 1980 30 years later they were competing with the juggernaut of economies in the world the US economy on our own territory and they were doing well and they would go on to be the one of the leading economic powers in the world to go from a small country that had two nuclear bombs dropped on them to within 30 years to become the leading economic power in the world comparing with competing with America stunning see Dr. Deming believed that quality always costs less. He taught that quality always costs less, and that as long as the Japanese could just focus on constantly improving, they would eventually be globally dominant, and they have become that. It's called Kaizen. It's called Kanai. And ladies and gentlemen, after the break, I want you to consider what's the cost to your relationships? What's the cost to your children? What's the cost to your family? What's the cost to your God for living a life good enough? G O O D N U F F. Just going through the motions. Half Harding, or something else that you sit on. Half batting. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
1: If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's
0: likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free
2: Odyssey app.
5: Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new
4: wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time.
5: Contact Comers.com.
4: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
5: For
1: probably two-thirds of my...
5: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living live like it matters. And that's the key. And ladies and gentlemen, your life does matter. See, it has to start with a belief system. Everything that we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And you've got to know the whys. See, you're dealing with leadership and management. But I'm going to tell you, we, we wear both hats and now I'm not talking about a group of people. I'm not talking about business. I'm talking about our lives. If you're not leading your life, who is? And if you're not managing your life, who is? And you might not be a corporation, but you affect many people. You might not be a corporation, but you have a grasp or potential to reach the world. You might not be an a, a organization. But you have impact. You got social media now. You've got the streets where you can walk out there. You've got all kinds of ways to connect with people all over the world. But don't just connect because you're looking for more stuff to do on this busy world. Another distraction taking you away from from God. Remember, the devil can't make you bad. He will make you busy. And there's a lot of people busily going to hell. You just got to get it. And you know what? There's two different types of hell. There's the eternal hell, the spiritual hell. But let's be honest. A lot of people are living in hell. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of drama. We live in a world where hatred is used to agitate for power. I Talk about all the time look it up. There's a study. I think it's University of Washington about 20 years ago That said uh, anger and hate is a great motivator politically That if you could get the other side so angry that they'll stand in line for two days that they will cheat Justifiably because right I mean if you come across you go back in time and you come across a, a, a little Hitler And although Hitler might be a baby You'd probably figure out a way to kill Hitler, all right? But Hitler hasn't done anything yet. But, right? You got my point? There's there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of... That we shouldn't have done. There's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of drama. Good people can do bad things. And we go through life and we start getting all these things attached to us. We go through life and we start going in survival mode. See, that's what good enough is. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F is good enough. Good enough to get by. Good enough for government work. Good enough that I don't have to put myself out there. Good enough that I don't get rejected again. Good enough that I don't get told I'm not enough. Good enough that no one really sees me. Good enough. See, that's how it shows up in the personal life. And then you're insecure. You don't believe in who you are. You don't think you have any power to control anything. You're just a victim of the circumstances. That's just your lot in life. And all this negative stinking thinking. And Dr. Caroline Leaf in the study of epigenetics tells us that 87% of our diseases are psychosomatic. Yeah, your stinking thinking's killing you. But think about this. Who else is it killing? Because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, the good book says. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And whenever the Bible is talking about the heart, it's not talking about your cardiac vessel. It's not talking about your pulmonary arteries. It's talking about your center of focus. That's why the Bible says wherever your heart is, there also is your treasure. It's your center of focus. It's the thing you think about most often, the thing you fear or crave or hunger for or thirst for. It's what you have on your throne. That's what it is. And when you dawn the concept of under construction, constant and never-ending improvement, you're not the same person today that you were a year ago. You're not the same person a year ago that you were five years before that. As I like to tell my people I meet that are in counseling for 5, 10, 20 years, if you're in counseling and you're dealing with the same problems that you started with, you need to fire your counselor because you might be buying your counselor a car, you might be buying them a boat, you might be funding their kid's education, but you're in a a codependent relationship. (laughs) You don't need me. I don't give you anything. What I do is I give you an example. What I do is I create an environment where you can grow, where you can desire to be under construction. I create an environment where you can take a 100% honest look at yourself with a desire for improvement. But I can't make you change. In NLP, which is my, my forte, that's what I, you know that's what I've been doing for 30 years. There's a saying that says NLP, neuro linguistic programming, only works in the presence of desire. What do you want so bad that you will only be uncomfortable for a couple of days? What do you want so bad that you're willing to stand out and maybe even get hit harder because the nail that sticks out the furthest gets hit the hardest? Are you willing to step out? You know, I was studying Second Timothy. I'm kind of stuck in that book, not stuck in a bad way, in a good way. And one of the final chapter, Second Timothy 4, Paul's got his death sentence. He's going to be separated from his head. He's writing out to his son, Timothy, and asking him to come quickly. He says, everybody's left me, but Dr. Luke was still there. But everybody else left them, some for good reasons, some for not good reasons, some for for God's will, some for their own personal will. But here's a guy who wrote more than half the New Testament in books, who wrote 25% of it in volume. And there's Dr. Luke, who wrote actually more in volume, 27%. So there's more than half of your New Testament right there. And guess what? There's nobody else around them. No one's there. Everybody's off, busy with life. Well, got some new cattle. Got to check them out. Oh, I'm getting married next week. Got to take care of my wife or a fiance. Hey, just closed a good business deal. Got to get going. I'll listen to that next week. Yeah, I'll do that class someday. Yeah, well, you know what? Planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And God knows our first day and our last day before we ever were a sell. In our mother's womb, before we even a cell in our father's sperm, sperm, I hate to be blunt, before any of that happened, before we even stitched together in our mother's womb by the Holy Spirit, by Jesus Christ, God knew our first day and our last day. It's called omniscience, perfect knowledge. God cannot learn anything. So think about this. If God already knows your first day and your last day, and there's never been an emergency meeting of the Trinity, and you cannot thwart God's will, then what are you worried about? See, the Bible says it's appointed for man to die one time, then comes the judgment. And you know what? On this planet, there's going to come a time when each and every one of us takes our last breath. And your family and your friends and the people of your world are going to stand up at the front of a room. With your body in a box. And they're going to talk about what you did while you were in the flesh. What you did in your tabernacle. What you did in your tent, your temporary dwelling place. How do you want your spouse to remember you? How do you want your kids to remember you? How many people's lives are better? Because their path has crossed your path. How many times have you fed those that had no food? How many times have you driven past a homeless person because you know there something's going on scamming and turned around and went back because this voice in your head said, "Give them some money." But God, what they do with it—that's between me and them. Between you and I, you're a conduit. You see need, you meet a need. Forgive, lest ye be forgiven. Let it go. Keep no record wrong. Keep no pound of flesh. Give to others what you want them to give to you. Have mercy. Have forgiveness. Have understanding. Because that's what we need. We don't need justice. Because there is no peace. We need mercy. We need grace. We need understanding. We need people like you and me to pick ourselves up. To dust ourselves off and hit it again. We need millions of us to dawn the sign of under construction to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That's what we need in America. We need to turn back to God and we need to turn back to the old value that we gotta pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit again. That you were created for a purpose and your job is to fulfill that purpose. And my job is to help you maximize the potentials you were created with. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
0: gas prices are up again somebody has to do something well someone did
1: out of your upside cash just transfer to your bank account paypal or a gift card upside users have already earned over 200 million dollars now it's your turn download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas use promo code clock for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's code c-l-o-c-k use code clock for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first
0: fill up ringing liberty